you've been paying attention, you know the global economy is transforming. The BRICS nations want to see the end of the dollar reserve currency, and many countries are joining their effort. The Western banking system is the most fragile it's been since 2008. The highly respected Weiss Research Group accurately provided advance warning on which banks are going to fail with 99.3% accuracy after the 2008 crisis. They are now predicting that a whopping 4,243 banks are vulnerable to failure, and 1,210 of those banks face imminent failure. When this situation comes to pass, it will dwarf the 2008 banking crisis. The only asset that has historically weathered a storm this severe has been precious metals. It has never been a better time to buy gold and silver to protect your family. Contact Miles Franklin at info at milesfranklin.com. Tell them Sarah sent me and you will get the best service and the best prices on gold and silver in the country. That is a guarantee from them to me. Remember, info at milesfranklin.com. Tell them Sarah sent me. Do this now to protect your assets and the ones you love. It's being we're being robbed. We're being robbed at a, at a, at a truly uh, unbelievable, unbelievable rate. I mean, it is it's trillions of dollars, and so you know most people. You know, first of all, they don't realize how much money that they're you know that they're losing. Everybody understands that what I call the overt taxes, and the overt taxes is the you know, the 1040 and what gets taken out of your check. But then there's a whole nother of what, you know, a, a slew, slew of taxes that I call the covert taxes. And the covert taxes are the, every time you get a gallon of gasoline, every time you pay your cell phone bill, every time you pay your cable television bill, every time you get an airline ticket or a rental car. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Entian coming to the program. That's a pen name. He's going to say what his name is because I'm, I'm going to chop it to pieces. It's not his real name, but that's what he goes with publicly. And uh, we're going to talk about government being a scam. And I, I was going to, I really want to dive into some stuff, but we kind of started getting into this whole thing. He doesn't think we need any government. And I'm like, well, you kind of need some governance. I mean, even, and so we got to the point where his definition is gov of government different than mine. I just don't think you can have a whole country without some kind of way to govern yourself and run things. And he says, there is no government, you know, you don't need government at all, but that's different than government. So you'll see, we'll go through the whole thing and um, you can see where you land. I mean, maybe you're more on his side, maybe you're more not, but the whole point is I probably agree with about 90% of what he says, and but just, just not quite that far over. And so, but that's okay. I think it's okay to have these discussions and I hope you enjoy it. We're gonna talk about government being a scam, but the majority of what he's talking about, the, the media is mostly CIA, or not mostly, but many members of the media are CIA. They're controlled. We see it a lot in the independent space. The there's a few people that own everything that using Vanguard, BlackRock and State Street, they're monopolizing and consolidating stuff. I've had Harley Schlinger on one. We talk about what they've been talking about, the central bankers in the annual bankers meeting, talking about how they want to define all the budgets and go around countries so that they have the super government at the top and just force everybody to do what they want people to do. So in that way. I'm 100% on his side. I don't want any of this stuff. I'm more of a libertarian. I want it driven down to as low level as possible where people who have the skin in the game, your communities, you know, as far down as possible so you have more control of your life. I just don't know about 
uh, not having a centralized way of, of defending ourselves. And that doesn't mean we need what we have now. We, what we have now is, is so abusive and, and there's so many issues with it. So, and I talk about that. So we get into, I hope you enjoy this. It's going to be kind of long. So I'm going to have the second part up on, or not all of it up here because it's too long. I'll have part of it in another sequence for my Substack, And I Hope you go and watch that as well. And I've also been publishing different articles. So go to sarahwestall.com and look at those or to my Substack and look at those. And I'm just going to warn you, this is a conversation. We debate about stuff. If you don't like that, don't watch it. But okay, we're going to get into this really lively conversation with Antian. Antian, thank you so much for joining the program today. It is a pleasure to be with you and your audience. Well, I, I probably didn't say your name very well, but I'm going to do my best. I know it's a French name. Can you pronounce your full name for everybody? Because, you know, you go with a pseudonym, right? It's so it's, a, it's a nom de plume. It's a pen name. And it's uh, Etienne de la Boeti squared. And the original Etienne de la Boeti was a uh, French political philosopher. He wrote in the 16th century. And he was really, uh, he was a little bit like Machiavelli. Uh, he was, you know, revealing the tricks and the techniques that rulers used, not just to get obedience, but to get fealty and adoration and God save the queen. And, you know, we're going like, you know, all the little tricks that the, the rulers would use to get the population to go along with something that's not really in their interest. And so I'm Etienne de la Boite squared. So I put the the uh, the exponent or number two at the end, so that you know I'm I'm not claiming to be the original. And uh, I'm uh, I'm uh, uh, that's how you find me in a search engine versus the original. And then finally, I took that name because that's what I'm doing with my book, Government: The Biggest Scam in History Exposed. Is I'm exposing the tricks and the techniques that intergenerational organized crime is using to control perception and to get the population to go along with having a ruling class and being tax farmed and being, you know, uh, robbed and enslaved using government. And the final thing I'll say is I'm a voluntarist and a voluntarist is someone that doesn't believe in the legitimacy, the necessity or the desirability of government. And so, uh, it's impossible to have a legitimate government. You can't do it through a coronation. You can't do it through an election. There's no way to delegate rights that you do not have yourself to steal or extort money or to arrest people for victimless crimes or any of the other things government does. If you don't have the ability to do it yourself, you can't delegate that right that you don't have to a representative or to a government. You can't be bound by a social contract that you didn't sign. And if, you know, my girlfriend and myself can't vote to rob you because there's two of us and one of you, well, it doesn't matter if there's three of us or 10 of us. So government has been the biggest scam in all of history. The subtitle of the book is How Intergenerational Organized Crime Runs the Government, the Media, and Academia. And that's really the big idea. It's government and the media and academia work kind of working together sure. to control okay. the information that the population receives so that they're able to kind of trick people into going along with government. Well, let, I want to really dive into that. And um, I'm not, I'm, I'm more of a, a libertarian. I lean that way. But 
I don't, when people get into, they don't want government at all. Um, and this isn't what I want to talk about all the tricks and the trade and the scam and everything that they're doing. But I do want to say this, what do you do when a situation, cause like the native Americans had more of a, a closer government, more community-based governments in all their different areas. They weren't ready for a big Borg empire with a huge military presence and all the violence and everything else. If you don't have that something that is that is well-funded and so that you can defend yourself, a big Borg well-funded China or the English empire can come and just wipe you out. So there is that. You have to somehow deal with the fact that everybody in the world either has to be like that without governments or you have to be somehow unified and so you can defend yourself, right? I mean, how do you Well, let's I mean, let's let's kind of kick that around. So if the Chinese come and they invade here, perhaps would they reduce our taxes? And so, you know, I say that jokingly, but like uh, you know, we're, we're you know, right now we're being tax farmed for you know almost well, half I, our income yeah but it's, well, let's get into all the crap that they're doing but yeah. to be i mean you would have you would be at the mercy of some foreign government coming in and just taking you over is my point if you don't have some kind of unified defense mechanism well, even so, if the, well, your government's yeah, yeah. terrible the, the i mean some other foreign government you don't know it's total a crapshoot whether they're gonna be better so you can say well they don't tax you but I mean, I don't. <laughs> they still so aren't what, you. you know, what, what, I mean, look what, what you look what the English Empire did to the Indians. You know, the Native Americans. There are so many supplements out there. It's confusing what's best for optimizing your health. Beyond getting your basic nutrition, if there's one vital ingredient for optimal health, it's carbon sixty. Why? Because carbon sixty is the world's most effective supplement at reducing inflammation and increasing longevity. Inflammation is a major contributing factor of almost all disease, including Alzheimer's, asthma, cancer, heart disease, obesity, and COVID vaccine injury. If you are serious about your health, try Carbon 60. Be careful though, not all Carbon 60 supplements are equal. I recommend Carbon 60 by Live Longer Labs, the scientists who first brought you Carbon 60 that was suitable for human consumption. They were also first to bring you Carbon 60 in pill form, first to incorporate black seed oil and curcumin, and first to incorporate frequency technology that gives you full spectrum health. You can be confident that you will be buying the absolute best. Buy or learn more with the link below or go to sarahwestle.com under shop. Totally like, you know, what, what I what I believe is is that you know government has been the biggest scam in history, and it's you know slowly and surely you know more and more people are figuring it out. They're figuring out it's illegitimate that it's impossible to have a legitimate government. That it's a technique that you can you can kind of think about it as a technique for robbing and enslaving different you know populations. And it's really not the you know, the Chinese people versus the American people or the American people versus the Russians. It's the American people versus the American government that is tax farming them while the Chinese government is running the exact same bag of tricks on their tax slaves. They're menacing their population with the Americans. The American government is menacing their population with the Chinese and the Ruskies as the people on top that are running these age old techniques to, to tax farm and rob the population are laughing at the, at the game that they're engaged in. And so the, the, um, 
the uh, you know what I think is that once people realize that you know the scam of that the trick of like how you know how it works you know if we if we abandon that in the United States that's going to spread you know globally almost almost instantly and they're gonna like once we overthrow this organized crime system using government to rob and enslave us the chinese are going to overthrow their government the russians are going to overthrow their government because because it's a chumping and nobody likes to get chumped nobody likes to have game run on them nobody likes to get fooled and once people realize it's kind of like it's a revolution that only goes in one direction and once you realize how the magician does the trick, you don't get fooled by the trick. And so that's kind of what I'm doing. The same way Boetti, you know, the original Boetti yep, was doing yep. is I'm I'm showing people how the trick works. Well, let's talk about some of those tricks because it's clearly we have a hmm. lot of criminals running everything. And you come to the point where when in your book you talk about a crime syndicate that's actually running the government. And yeah. there's mm -hmm. probably been no better example of that than COVID. I mean, if that didn't open your yeah. eyes, you're, what do you think of the people that still don't get it after experiencing COVID? I mean, what do we do with people like that? You know, my, you know, back during the COVID and still going on today, you know, I used to, you know, kind of, you know, one of my running jokes was, you know, there's kind of two different, you know, classes in the United States, the people that understand that the government and the media are being run by organized crime. There's a man behind the, you know, the curtain in the media. You've got, you know, on the old media side, you've got kind of six monopoly media companies running hundreds and hundreds of subsidiaries to make everybody think there's all these different information sources in society and that everybody agrees and that government's legitimate and that there's a virus out to get us and everything like that. And so there's, there's half the population that kind of, you know, understands what's going on and doesn't believe anything that the government or the media tell them about anything. And then there's half the population that doesn't understand that. And you can kind of tell who's who by who's wearing a mask. And, you know, I mean, that really is, you know, like, like, you know, like it's, it's, you know, they're fooling the population by controlling the information that they receive on a very, very, you know, very sophisticated, multi-trillion dollar built up over decades time control of perception, you know, system that includes the old school media, but also includes, you know, the, the algorithmic censorship of the DARPA internet. And so the internet is a, is a military network. It started out as a military network and it still is to some degree a military network. It's the most, you know, control of perception is the most powerful weapon in the u.s arsenal it makes the hydrogen bomb look like a tinker toy or a firecracker i mean it, like if the i can internet, get you to right. believe yeah. if i can get you to believe that you're not a free human being that just lives on this planet but that you're an american and by virtue of being born on this side or that side of an imaginary line you know you believe in your heart that you have to do what this system says and you've got to pay this system money and you've got to turn over half your income and overt taxes, covert taxes and inflation. And if I can get you to, you know, do the common prayer of the Pledge of Allegiance and I can, you know, get you to sing the hymns of the national anthem and the Star Spangled Banner and I can get you to be, you know, invested in that, well, then I can tax farm you. And have you, you know, put on masks and jump through hoops? Yeah, yeah. So okay, and risk your life for freedom and stuff. Okay. So, but yeah. let's let's talk about 
taxes a little bit. They they take the taxes, use a portion of it to to what they're going to that helps the general good, roads and, and things like that. And then the rest goes where? Being stolen. It's being we're being robbed. We're being robbed at a at a, at a truly uh unbelievable unbelievable rate i mean it is it's trillions of dollars and so you know most people you know first of all they don't realize how much money that they're you know that they're losing everybody understands that what i call the overt taxes and the overt taxes is the you know the 1040 and what gets taken out of your check but then there's a whole nother of what you know a, a slew, slew of taxes that I call the covert taxes and the covert taxes are the every time you get a gallon of gasoline every time you pay your cell phone bill every time you pay your cable television bill every time you get an airline ticket or a rental car or you buy a beer or if you're a smoker you, you know, buy a pack of cigarettes and, and sales tax licensing and tax and, and yeah import and, tax and just everywhere you know, airport tax, you know, I bought a ticket to London, uh, you know, several years ago, and the ticket was $1,200. The actual ticket was 400 and it oh was my gosh. $800 in taxes and airport landing fees and like, You're you know, everything me. else. No, well, no. It was what that tells me as a business background, I'm thinking, oh my God, that airline should be getting more money, not the everybody else and then that should go down to the employees think how much more like, international it's business incredible. There would or it doesn't be if go people away. could afford to do international the, business or, or give tax. it back to the customer yeah 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 i mean so the, like like so, so it you know the the, it's yeah. it's what's being stolen from you overtly and then it's what's being stolen from you covertly and then it's the loss of the money that we would all have the the enhanced prosperity that we would have and then finally the most insidious tax of all that almost nobody really understands is the theft of inflation. And so, you know, the, the organized crime system lobbied and bribed the government in 1913. They passed the Federal Reserve Act and they gave the banks the ability to do something which would be illegal and impossible otherwise, which is to engage in fractional reserve banking. And so now the Fed backstops the money center banks and the commercial banks to, you know, create money out of thin air that they then lend you at interest. And so they create it out of thin air. You spend the rest of your life paying off your mortgage or your car loan or your, you know, whatever, you know, it is that the bank loans you money for. And those tremendous, tremendous profits uh, come at the expense of a reduction of the purchasing power of the dollars that you already have. And so the more money that the banks create, uh, the, the, uh, the more inflation that you see in society. And so, uh, so they're stealing the value out of your money the same way as if they just reached their hand in your pocket and took the value out of their money, but they're doing it in a kind of secret, sneaky way that most people, you know, don't really, you know, understand. But, you know, the, the example that I, you know, like to use is, you know, if I have a dollar and you have a dollar and we have the only two dollars in the world. I have 50% of the world's wealth. You have 50% of the world's wealth. Well, if a bank comes along or a government, you know, comes along and creates two additional dollars through fractional reserve banking, or a government comes along and creates two additional dollars through quantitative easing or through bailouts or stimulus or the printing press or, you know, or, or, or central bank digital currencies or whatever it is, then all of a sudden now, 
I've been reduced to 25% of the world's wealth. You've been reduced to 25% of the world's wealth. The bank has stolen 25% of the world's wealth or 50% of the world's wealth. And that's the system that we've been living under. And those crazy profits are what allowed them to buy up and monopolize the media, buy up and monopolize the search engines and the video sharing sites and all of the ways that we get information in society so that they're able to control the information the population receives so they can be essentially programmed because the human brain is is like a computer and so if you're controlling the information that goes in you can kind of control the information that comes out you know garbage in garbage out and so you know that's why you see people identifying themselves as americans and you know, uh, you know, I'll just say the you know one final thing is you know the example that you gave about the Indians. You know, once the uh, we conquered the Indians, once the government conquered the Indians, the first thing the government did is run government on them. They took the Indian children, they put them into Indian boarding schools yeah, where you know, yeah, yeah, white teachers, you know, would yeah, then the you know have them schools. do the Pledge yeah. of Allegiance, and they would teach them that it was legitimate, desirable, and necessary to have a government. Yeah, I covered that a lot. Is, yeah, everybody I covered, goes. I covered that a lot. I had Kevin, and then he's a friend of mine who exposed all that stuff in a big way, and you know, half of those kids didn't even make it out alive but that's what i was talking about if you know government just coming and taking over but i wanted to say you know one thing about inflation um if you have a lot of debt even personal debt if there's inflation you end up that helps you that's the only way it can help you when you look at it that way as a inflation is bad in general for for general people unless you have a lot of debt and that can help you that's the only positive but i want to talk more about who the criminals are. We, you know, the, the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and all that, everybody knows that. Everybody knows the, well, everybody listens to this program. They know that Vanguard and BlackRock are the, you know, I've written so many articles. Oh, we talk about this stuff and I have economists on. We do all this stuff. So we know that stuff. But behind that are very wealthy, powerful people that do play tricks and manipulate people. In your research and analysis, did you were you able to narrow down who these parties are? And is it pretty much the 13 families or is that kind of a psyop on its own? Or what? who are they and what tricks do they use to control us? So on my substack at artofliberty.substack.com, I have an article called Who Really Controls the World? And I don't know who sits at the boardroom table because real, you know, real power isn't on television. Real power exercises itself from behind the scenes. But what I do in the article is I use a variety of different visualizations and media ownership charts and kind of organizational charts to show the structure of how that power is organized. And so at the top of the food chain, it's the banks. They're buying up the world with their digital dollars and fiat paper tickets that they create create out of thin air. Uh, I believe, you know, I, I'll tell you what I can prove and that, you know, what is, you know, kind of informed speculation. But what, you know, the informed speculation is that those assets being stolen through fractional reserve banking uh, are being managed by BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street. So they're, they're yeah. providing certain companies with unlimited funds to monopolize their own industries. 
And so those winners that they're picking are buying up their competitors and they're being financed in a way that would never, ever happen in a true free market. And so it's a kind of predatory crony capitalism. The C-level executives of the companies that have been bought up through fractional reserve banking and monopolized, they're being organized into the World Economic Forum, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Bilderberg Groups. So there's a number of different front organizations that, that get together the C-level executives uh, in for private meetings in secure facilities that are swept for bugs before the meeting so that these C-level executives and media, you know, uh, uh, puppets and media, you know, people can be given their marching orders and can be, you know, on a regular basis. So, so those, you know, that's Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderberg Group, the World Economic Forum, Others, there's secret societies like Skull and Bones that you know infiltrated the uh, intelligence agencies. It's the intelligence agencies are kind of like the the queen that gets to move in any kind of direction on the board and has the get out of jail free card and the, in you know being able to go and and you know murder people that are saying things that they're not supposed to say. They're using they're using a variety of different ways to control the puppets from from you know bribery, blackmail, you know uh, uh, you know to, you know Jeffrey Epstein was you know kind of the you know the you know got they got caught running this large scale you know uh, blackmail operation that's known in Washington D.C. as a brownstone operation where you know you get prominent people individuals and you get them in you know, compromising positions with little boys little girls you take pictures of them and then you you know you just blackmail them and you have them kind of under your thumb to make sure that they don't say anything about what's really going on or how the world really works or anything like that uh there's about 200 people that get to talk about television get to get to talk about current events and things on television if you really think about it like you know all the people that you see on cnn or, or msnbc or cnbc or you know pick the network you know that are talking about how the world works and what's really going on in the world and the you know the, there's only about 200 of those and then out of that 200 one of the things that we break down in government the biggest scam in history is dozens of them are from the intelligence agencies. And so the, the CIA, uh, you know, well, let's was, talk about specific people. Let's talk about yeah, that. Um, sure. being the, uh, you know, cause I, I've covered a lot. I had James Rothstein on my program. God, in 2016, we did like six hours of interviews and he's taken down more pedophiles than pretty much anyone in the country. And we discussed probably back then was first time we said human compromise you know, is majority of the people in power are compromised. And that's when we, well, I turn the phrase, uh, blackmail is the currency of the powerful. But blackmail yes. doesn't necessarily have to be uh, pedophilia. I mean, it can be whatever works. And they, they don't, they want to use pedophilia only if they have to. They want to use the easiest stuff first. They, they will promote pedophiles in the church or they own them. It's either easier to control, but when it comes to actually controlling politicians and stuff, they use easier methods first. That's true. They'll, they use, um, uh, yeah. you know, bribing with campaign donations and then they'll just, they don't go to pe pedophilia is one of the last things they go to. They don't go to that unless they have to with normal people is what I'm trying to yeah. say. 
Yeah, I, um, I agree with that. But yeah. they love to elevate a pedophile and, and have them under their thumb That's in a way true. that you can't do with bribery. I, That's I'll very that. true. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're actually trying to normalize pedophilia. That's even scarier. But the what I want to talk about is I don't think people realize how intertwined the intelligence agencies are with the media. Can you talk about... Um, you know, like how many people on CNN and how many people on Fox and how many people in the independent media are actually intelligence? Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people in the independent media, you know, there's certain people that are really popular and they, they're interviewed everywhere. I'm like, well, that's just an intelligence agent. I know it because yeah. of the things they're saying. So the, so the most powerful weapon on the planet is control of perception. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so the so um, in the 1970s, uh, the House, uh, the Congress had a series of hearings called the Church Committee hearings, and it came out in 1976 that the CIA had hundreds and hundreds of journalists on the payroll in 1976. Publishers, editors, reporters, that program still goes on today. We know that for a fact because there have been reporters that have come out and said, well, you know, the probably the best known example is a guy named Udo. In Germany. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he came out and he said that, you know, the CIA paid him to write stories or the CIA would just give him stories and he would just put his name on it and it would, you know, it would go out as his story. And so we know that that program goes on today. Ken Delinian. Uh, who was a reporter for the LA Times? Now I think he's on one of the networks. You know, he was he was outed with a CIA uh, FOIA request, where you know emails came out between him and his CIA handler, where he was you know talking about how he could you know talk about the drone bombings were good, and he was like positioning himself to lick boot and and say whatever the CIA you know wanted him to say and so like so there've been you know that that program is obviously still going on today Tucker Carlson for example his father was um the head of America what is the name of the organization that was is known to be a CIA front organization and you know suddenly all these kids like even um Anderson Cooper, he's the son of Van, the Vanderbilt. He's a Vanderbilt. Yeah. And his uncle they've been was caught. in the OSS. His uncle yeah, was one caught. of the early members of the OSS. And he was a CIA intern for two years before he began flying around the world for Global One. And so he is one of the people I said, you know, I said, we've, you know, we've got a visualization where, you know, you know, one of the, the, the techniques that we use in the book is, you know, kind of like we were, you know, most people are visual learners and they come to, you know, insight when you show them, a, you know, visualization or a picture or a historical photograph or, you know, you just repeat the pattern. And so we've got pictures of somewhere around two dozen either intelligence agency people or like the FBI, ex-FBI, FBI are just spooks pretending to be law enforcement, but like, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, high level NS, you know, uh, you know, people that are the correspondents on CNN, MSNBC, Politico, Slate, uh, you know, the like there's, you know, I've got almost two dozen examples. And those are just the ones that that were obviously that are that are known to be ex-CIA that, that have a identifiable we admit it it's on my linkedin profile well, like who I was like who like it was was tucker carlson because there's a lot of rumors that he is 
or was? Uh, Tucker Carlson was not, but I mean, I can I can kind of go down the list and I can even like, you know. So share... he wasn't, even though his dad probably was and there's other things. Okay, because I've heard, I've read a lot about him, but go ahead about. Right, well, you, know what, what, what I'll, you know what I'll say about that? You know, what I'll say about that is that, um, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson, when you see somebody flying the American flag, so so one of the big secrets that we, you know, we break down in the book is that it is uh, that they're sliding people belief in government as a religion. Okay. Now they don't call it a religion, but they're using all of the tools and the techniques of an unethically manipulative religion or a cult to get people to self-identify as not as free human beings, but as Americans and, and, you know, and God bless America and land of the free and all this stuff. And they're running game kind of, you know, on the population. And, uh, you know, that you go, they force you to go to the church school where the teacher, the priest teaches you about the holy documents of the constitution and the bill of rights. The flag is the artificially indoctrinated. But they don't even do that though. They don't do that anymore. If they did that, we'd be in a much better situation because at least the constitution teaches more freedom than they're doing now. No, so that, so that, so the, like, there is no constitution. Like it doesn't, like it doesn't do what it says it does. It never was able to protect life, liberty, and property. It was never able to restrain government. We've got the largest, you know, supposedly limit government, but it's, you know, it's the, it's the largest government that the world has ever seen. And so they're, you know, they're giving people a religion uh, but they're just not calling it a religion. Because there has been cases where the Supreme Court rules on, and there's many cases where the Supreme Court rules that you can't do something because it violates the Constitution all throughout our history. So they Yeah, yeah, do- occasionally. But like, if you think about it, if you've ever been in a traffic stop, if you've ever been to the airport, there's no Fourth Amendment. Okay, there's no Fourth Amendment at all. They have free speech zones where you're not allowed to have free speech. So, so there, it's the the Constitution is routinely violated. It's more routinely violated. But yeah, but, yeah, it might as well it, not really exist. But but what I was saying is the kids aren't learning about it. If they did learn about it, we'd be in a much better situation than now, where they aren't learning about it because now they don't even understand what freedom could mean at all. Well, like I, so, you know, um, so I think it's been a scam from the beginning. Like I, like, I don't, like, I, I don't think there was ever a magical time. And I think proof of that is, you know, right after the quote unquote founding fathers, you know, got the constitution in place, they threw it right out the window. And so, uh, George How do you Washington, know that, though? well, because I mean, it's not literally they, Washington, you said they just didn't follow it. Okay. Well, I mean, George Washington and Alexander Hamilton uh, marched into Pennsylvania with an army of 13,000 to put down the Whiskey Rebellion. And they threw, you know, they searched homes without warning, without warrants. They, you know, got people out in the snow. They, you know, they uh, made people sign loyalty oaths to the new government. You know, like, like you're going to give us your money. We're taking your money. Like once they had that army and the army could be tricked because you can trick the the hoi polloi and the you know the common people and almost anything if you're running the media so it was the you know back then it was the media telling the people it was a very small me they're only you know like a small yeah, handful yeah. Of, of papers and if you controlled those papers then you're able to chump 
the people that don't understand how it is. Oh, we've got a new government. Oh, look at that. We've got a new government. What kind of government is but it? It's a if people, But if people believe there's freedom of speech, if they believe there's this and they enforce it, then there is. And so in it, it's helped it. It's, it's helped it uh, over the years. There's been many cases where freedom of speech has been upheld and people can talk and, and cases have been overturned where they have been abused by the government, but they've been overturned because we have that. Alexander Hayes said you can protest all you want as long as you pay your taxes. As long as the mob is getting their money, they'll let you say whatever you want. Well, no, but I'm just, you, you, you don't I'm just saying money, it's not an absolute truth. Like there's, it's, it's a, there's a lot of gray areas and there is an absolute, it's being abused for sure, but there's, and it's not being followed a lot, but it is followed at times. And so it's not, it's not an absolute truth that it's not followed because that's just not true. Is my I, I agree. I agree that there's okay. certain certain courts and everything like, but, but at the, but at the end of the day, the government in DC does whatever it wants. And the main thing is, is it didn't work. Like it did not protect rights. It did not limit government. It doesn't work. And the idea, and I just, you know, I know it's like, you know, because they, you know, sold it to the population as a religion and they've been using all these little tricks and everything like, like, product placing the flag into movies at moments, a high positive emotion. Everybody's got a, a real feel good, you know, about the government and everything like that. But like, if you really think about it, so you got a, you got a continent that has 3 million people on it. Okay. And so the idea that a, a couple dozen, and it wasn't, by the way, it wasn't the revolutionaries that signed the constitution and that got that, you know, it wasn't the, you know, it was a bunch of lawyers, politicians, and slave owners it was not the, it was not, you know, Thomas Paine, you know, he said he smelled a rat. Thomas Paine wouldn't participate in, you know, like the, like a lot of people knew what was going on. The anti-federalists, the contemporaries at the time were saying, hey, these are conspirators. These are crooks. This thing isn't going to work. This is a dumb idea. And like, you know, everybody learns about the federalists. Yeah, but, but people around. back in that time, there were people from Britain who wanted control of the country. And so they didn't want anything like this to happen. They, they were well-paid operatives of the British Empire to destroy any kind of new free society because they wanted to control it. That's why we fought a war. I, mean, I don't think we have a free society. I mean, we've no, got, I, I, we've I'm not saying we would have a free society. Yeah. I'm just saying I think we were pretty screwed up. But if you look at some of the world, third world countries that truly are third world, um, they don't have the standard of living that we have. They have tyrants that are really bad. I mean, you, you can't free freedom of speech really doesn't exist there. You say anything about bad about the government, you just get you're just taken away and killed. I mean, yeah, so, we're, the, we're the leper with the most fingers. We're the prettiest horse in the glue factory. Or we one do of the have, prettiest, we are. One, one of the prettiest why, horses in the glue factory. I'm saying factory, it's not but, an absolute. I mean, we are, those things did, the constitution is giving us some rights and it is um, a document that while it's not, per, it's almost giving us no, they're totally taking freedom of speech away, especially the January 6th people. I mean, all sorts of crap is happening, but it's not absolute is what my point is. It's not absolute one way or the other, and that we're way better off than a lot of other people in different countries who have zero rights, pretty much. We, we're, we're like the slave that gets to live in the house, but we're still, it's still a slavery system. And you're, the difference between a free man and a slave is that a free man can say no. And if you can't say no, then you're not a free man or a free woman.
And that's the reality of our situation is that we can't say no. So where can people get your book and learn more about you? So the book is Government, the Biggest Scam in History Exposed. The subtitle is How Intergenerational Organized Crime Runs the Government, the Media, and Academia. And that is at government-scam.com exclusively. So government-scam.com. My uh, foundation is the Art of Liberty Foundation. And so we're a startup public policy uh, organization trying to expose the illegitimacy and the criminality of government. Uh, that's artofliberty.org, and you can find most of our uh, major writings, including, you know, who runs the world, including the visualizations that I showed you or I described at artofliberty.substack.com. And well, so I those are the three, three best places to find us. And there's so much people can learn from that book, whether they, uh, you know, wherever they are on that spectrum. I'm hoping that anybody listening to the show is more pro-freedom, no matter where they're at. And there's so much you can learn just by learning about who's behind some of this stuff. And I love yeah. talking to different people because you do learn a lot of facts through all that stuff. So I appreciate you coming on the show. I really do. And yeah. um, and hopefully we could talk again. Hey, thanks for having me. And I look forward to it. Anytime you want to do it, give me a holler. 